Welcome to the Particularly Packers podcast. Listen in as Bob Dog travels around the football universe in hopes of understanding the madness that we love about the league, particularly the Green Bay Packers. The journey begins now. Go Pack Go! Go Pack Go, baby! What's up? Bob Dog checking in with y'all from the Particularly Packers podcast. Once again, man, checking in, checking in. What's up, Packer Nation? And all you other people, um, happy you're in attendance. Thank you for your presence. Thank you for bringing your friends. Thank you for bringing your enemies, whoever you brought. Don't matter. I'm thankful. Um, let's see. Let's see, man. Week one schedule has been released. We got Dallas Cowboys going into Tampa Bay Buccaneers for the very first game on a Wednesday. Oh, man. Um, I'm excited to watch football. I'm not excited for this game very much, um, especially if Tampa Bay picks up where they left off last year. Uh, they should just steamroll Dallas. Uh, they got Dak back. That's nothing big. I'm not a Dak fan, not a Dak believer. Um, I believe most people put behind that offensive line. I'm not a Zeke believer also. I wasn't a McFadden believer, um, a Tony Pollard believer. You can put anybody behind that offensive line. And basically, they're running that ball. <laughs> they're gone, boy. When you got four four yard like gaps in the line, like that offensive line was was beast. With that being said, not a Dak believer. Don't believe they have much of a chance. Buccaneers should steamroll them. The big game that I haven't heard anybody talk about, which is exciting. Um, with that being said, I really don't listen much. And with that being said, super exciting. Browns at the Chiefs. So. Browns at the Chiefs is going to be huge, man. I'm excited to see what Baker Mayfield can do against Patty Mahomes. I can already hear, you know, the media is waiting for the Chiefs to lose again and say, oh, have they lost it? Have they lost it? I can already, I can hear it already. And uh, this is Baker Mayfield's chance. He, he loves the big stage. He's on it, baby. The lights are on you. Week one, let's see what you do. And, oh, man, back to the Buccaneers. One exciting thing. The last time a team had all 22 starters return for their team was 1977, which was the Oakland Raiders. That's pretty impressive. All 22 starters returned from their Super Bowl winning team. I mean, that that right there, good job, ownership. You guys got it figured out. I didn't hear no drama over there. It was just wilding and partying. Everybody's happy. You guys are doing good over there. Um, with that being said, Green Bay, we pulled in the Saints. It's a good matchup for us because I don't even know who our quarterback's going to be. And I don't know who their quarterback's going to be either. <laughs> so Drew Brees retired last year. Um, Hall of Famer, awesome quarterback. Drew Brees, you were the man. Um, appreciate all you did for the league. I loved watching your games. You always brought excitement. You were always flinging that ball. Dude was a beast, a champion, um, a lion. Dude was a warrior. With that being said, I'm happy you're gone this weekend when we play, or not this weekend, but the first weekend, week one, when we play against you because um, you were always a challenge, man. You were always flinging that ball. And now they have Taysom Hill and Jameis Winston, if I remember correctly, and not really scared of either of them, especially with Aaron Rodgers. We'll be holding it down. Um, they should come away with a win. I'd be pretty disappointed if we don't, but we'll see how our quarterback situation shakes out. Um, with that being said, I watched a little more draft tape. Um, Eric Stokes is still pretty solid. Pretty solid, you know. I'm excited to see what he brings. Um, he has a lot to show. He, he played against some stiff competition. I saw good and bad. I'm super excited, but mm, big question mark. Um, I'm leaning more towards solid, not standout, like not superstar, but he, he seems like a solid cornerback. That's what we need. 
um, Josh Myers, that boy is going to be a week one starter. I was watching his tape, and that that fool's he's a wall. Josh, oh man, that dude, he don't move. He moves forward if he decides to, but when he's pass blocking, that that dude, he snaps that ball, and he's just he's a wall. Um, glad to have you aboard. Beautiful tape. Uh, I remember when you were drafted, there were a couple people that they thought they could have picked above him, but I think as far as being healthy and just being solid, dependable, that's what we needed. Um, draft pick three, Amari Rodgers. A lot of tape, a lot of talk about this guy just fitting in with Aaron Rodgers. So if you can get both Rodgers together and the way that he fits in the slot, I was watching some of his tape. He can, he can play, man. He can even play a little outside, but I don't think, you know, with these NFL corners, I would not want to see him against Jalen Ramsey. Um, I really don't. Jalen will just tower over him, and I think he has the speed and athleticism to keep up. Amari Rodgers doesn't really have the burst coming off the line that you would like to see. But with that being said, he can run almost every route. He's very solid, dependable. His pops was a coach. I heard crazy stories of that guy. Um, if you watch any of his highlights, there's a huge like 80-yard bomb. That I guess he called He called the play. I was listening to a, a little podcast of his coach yesterday, and it was a very interesting that he called that play. And, you know, it hit. It's one of his biggest highlights. Um, Royce Newman, very solid. Uh, the dude has some... He got some wheels. I saw him going around the edge trying to block some defensive ends. He can move his little feet. It was it was cool. He has some short arms, but, you know, he can move. He's a solid backup, especially if he can stay healthy. He's a solid backup. I'm not sure he'll ever be one of our main starting pieces, but there's a chance. There's definitely a chance, um, especially with injury. He'll definitely move up, but as far as earning the spot, ooh, it would be it would be tough. I, don't, I didn't see it in the tape, but you never know. TJ Slayton, same thing. I don't see him being... A huge piece, like a starter. I don't see him being, you know, like, uh, I don't see him being a BJ Raji, for example, because he's big body, like 330 to 360. So he's a big, big body, man. TJ Slayton is, he, he's going to be there. He, he's not going to go far. Um, with that being said, Kenny Clark, he's holding it down right there. You can put him alongside Kenny. I don't know how that works, but he can definitely give Kenny a break, especially on those third downs, if, you know, later in the game. Get him out of there, then let him hit the bench for a second. Um, our other fifth round pick, Shamir Jean Charles. Man, this dude is exciting. If you watch his tape, he's everywhere. This guy flies. He's dedicated to the ball. Um, this dude is a ball hawk. He he's he's going. Super excited to see him come in. I think he's going to compete with Josh Jackson. Um, if Eric Stokes is competing with Kenny King for his spot, I think Shamir Jean Charles will be competing with Josh Jackson for his spot, which really sucks because. Josh Jackson was supposed to be a first-round pick, they said. I think we got him in second. Um, but he hasn't really hit the field. He's just been sitting on the bench. I mean, I'm sure he hits it on special teams. We're not seeing many splash plays from him. I'd love to see him get a chance. This is the last year on his contract. So before we see him walk, we'd love to see him play. But, you know, we have Shamir Jean Charles right behind him waiting waiting for his spot. So he's going to be fighting him for, for snaps. So we'll see how that goes out. It's nice to see that little level of competition. Plus, I could see him on the field, and if he does make the field, he's going to make a play. And hopefully it's a good play, <laughs> but he's going to make a play. Um, with that being said, we're coming back to this Aaron Rodgers Bafuki, man. And all I can say is I've, I've heard Terry Bradshaw put in, Brett Favre put in, all these people put it in. Man, they keep saying the game has changed. Um, my view on this is the game has changed, but in rule changes from kickoffs to extra points, I mean, you can look at it. Yeah, the game has changed, but not 
not the way these reporters are reporting it. All these, you know, I, I don't, I don't want to group people together, but I keep hearing the game has changed. The game has changed. The, the game has changed for these reporters because the reporting has changed. The game is still a first down by first down. The game is still snapped under center with 11 players. The game is still touchdowns and field goals. You know what I mean? The game has changed by the rule change, but the fundamentals of the game are the same. The thing that's changed is the media, the reporting, um, the voice of the fans, the voice of the players, the, the platform socially. Socially, the game has changed in your eyes, but when it comes to ownership, companies, contracts, it is what it is. You have owners and you have you have employees and you have employers. That's about how it goes. And if if you want to live in this fairy tale, whatever you want to, oh well, that doesn't feel right. And my my feelings, this and my feeling. How did it feel when you signed that contract for five years and there was no stipulations about your feelings at that point? You know what I mean? And you're worried about our feelings if you don't perform and you do perform. And now Devonte Adams coming out and he's saying that. If Aaron Rodgers isn't there, he'll probably leave too. And this is turning real toxic, man. It's disgusting as a Packers fan. Um, we love to see this in Dallas. We love seeing the headlines and just the entertainment and the little drama. And you know what I mean? It's like housewives or whatever they call that. Like, I don't know, stuff I don't watch. But it's things that entertain people. And I understand entertainment stick. Um, with that being said, I don't think this is entertainment. This isn't entertainment at all. This is this is trash. This is garbage. Um we haven't heard from Aaron Rodgers. He's just sitting back letting all this happen. I guess our solution is right there. He could come out and say something, but he's scared of saying something he's going to regret. Um, let's see. The last time I heard from him personally, I don't mean this is he called me, but I heard him on the Pat McAfee show um, right after the loss. And everybody, you know, heard his interview and was questioning what he meant and if he was going to take off. What he said, and this is in quotes because I, I rewatched it yesterday, I don't think there's a reason that I wouldn't be back. Let me, let me break that down to you. Aaron Rodgers said that on Pat McAfee, I don't think there's a reason that I wouldn't be back. So right there, it seems like he's trying to calm down the criticism. Like, hey, I don't worry. You know, I'm going to be back. I don't know what their plans are. It's kind of, you know, my, my future isn't in my hands type thing. And look at, look at it now. Look at what we're hearing. Um, nobody talks about this. I don't hear anything about it on the radio. I mean, everybody just kind of, oh, Aaron Rodgers, the way he's treated, the way this, the way that. If Brett Favre did this, we, I wouldn't be a Brett Favre fan today, I don't believe. If Aaron Rodgers would have, I mean, if Brett Favre would have acted like this um, when Aaron Rodgers was drafted, I wouldn't be a Brett Favre fan. Like, if, if this is how people act, like, I get it. This is how people act. But this isn't how the player who I wear his jersey, how I want him to act. For example, if Odell Beckham was on my team, if Antonio Brown was on my team, you know, if if one of these guys were on my team, I want to have the jersey. I'd love to have them on my team because they bring a lot of talent, but I'm not with the extras. Um, Terrell Owens, for example, I'm not with the extras. Um, But with that being said, I love watching Deion Sanders tape. You know, I love everything about the guy. Like, so it's entertainment. I understand the entertainment value of it, but yeah, this is ridiculous. Um, with that being said, I don't want to get off on the negativity track. We'll bring it back. Um, rookie mini cap is coming. That rookie mini camp is gonna gonna give us something to talk about at least, and hopefully we can figure out the QB situation. 
Um, I hate hearing Devontae Adams say that, you know, if Rodgers goes, he he's going to go because his contract is up next year. You know, so we got to be looking at his extension. So if we're going to let Aaron Rodgers go and Devontae is going to sign elsewhere next year and he's not going to sign an extension, oh, man, you basically have to trade them both. And I don't even want to say that because I love Devontae Adams. The dude is, you know, one of the best wide receivers in the game. His release off the line is spectacular. You know what I mean? There's nobody like him. His You, you can't lay a finger on him. As a, as a cornerback, I would hate to have to guard that guy. Um, I couldn't guard that guy. <laughs> I'll be honest, man. He's way too fast for me, and he, you can't touch him. So it's it would be really hard, damn near impossible, to defend Devontae Adams. So with that being said, I'd hate to see him leave, but the coworkers versus employee thing, or employer, that, that's always been there. It will always be there. You go work in any warehouse, the coworkers are going to be like, yeah, 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 forget these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't pay us enough. Yeah, that's, that's how it goes. You guys are just hearing voices now. You know, things that we wouldn't hear before. The ESPN, did, you know, didn't sponsor and kept back from us. Like, it's here now. It's here. You're, you're going to hear all the crying. You're going to hear it all. You're going to respond to it. That's what people love and thrive from. But, hey, man, we're, we're about football here. We're about football. Let's shut up, play, blow the whistle. You got to want to be here, man. This is Packer Nation. We're strong, baby. We're strong. We're not going nowhere. We're going to be back. We're going to be back uh, next episode. Uh, what will we talk about? What will we talk about? Mm, I don't know. Hit me with some Q&A. Hit the social media. Um, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. I'd love to see, you know, get a Q&A episode on here. Like I said, we need some substance. We're not trying to follow this drama around, this merry-go-round. I mean, we're just looking. Aaron Rodgers, man, come out and say something. Let us know what you want. Like, do you want Goody out? Are you really clowning on Goody? What are you, what are you doing? I mean, what, where are we at? <laughs> Nobody else's voice matters. Um I, I hear a lot of bafuki out there, and uh, we're wondering. We're, we're waiting, Aaron. Um, Packer Nation, go pack, go, baby. Uh, like I said, social, podcast, subscribe, like, follow, questions, all that good stuff. Love y'all. Catch back with you. Thanks for joining in. Later, folks. You have been listening to the Particularly Packers podcast. Please follow us on social media, and please subscribe wherever you get your podcast. Thank you for listening, and as always, Go Pack Go!